Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Before I jump into the podcast, go over and leave a five-star review. We really love those reviews. Leave some comments. I read all of them, and we would really appreciate that. But before we get started, I definitely want to give a big shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. Um, mention Coach Unplugged, you get $450 off, and you'll get the best customer service you'll ever expect. Um, just mention Coach Collins, and they'll take really good care of you. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the it is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's something... You know, when I started teachhoops.com, it was uh, it, it was something it was it was what I would have wanted as a young coach before, you know, all the, the state championships and all the nationally ranked teams that I've coached um, and not to brag, just to, to kind of tell um, kind of my journey. I would have killed for this stuff because it would have made my life so much easier, a little bit of everything that you need to become a better basketball coach. And we are the only people out there that offer 14 day free trial because we believe in it so much. Um follow the roadmap, work on your craft, and um, you get me one-on-one mentoring. So I can't imagine anything better than that. I don't know. Um, anyway, go over and check it out, and let's head off to the podcast. All right, welcome to Coach Unplugged. Um, Coach, Coach, I'm going to have you pronounce your name for me. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, Brett Pickards. Brett Pickards. That's a, that's, I would have gotten, gotten that one right. So I'm pretty <laughs> Um, what I'm going to have you do first is I'm going to have you kind of, um, tell your basketball journey to everybody. You know, what, uh, how did you get to where you're st- sitting right now coaching basketball? So, uh, I, I graduated from Janesville Craig in 2012. Um, I want to thank you for having me on. Um, definitely looked up to you as a coach growing up in the big eight, um, get to play against some good guys and with junior Lamamba and Brendan Ortiz and some great uh, players at Madison Memorial. So, um, we had a pretty good successful – I had a successful high school career, I would say, um, with Coach Miller. He just stepped down. But I think Ben McCormick's going to do some great things at Janesville Craig. Um, 
I spent two years at Lacrosse Logan. I'm a UWL grad. Um, was okay. able to coach the JV team up there. Um, had a really good time with that. My second year, we had a really good year. My first year, I had to learn a lot, but it was part of um, my second year of the 2016 regional championship up at Lacrosse Logan. We had some good players up there with Trey Davis and Chase Johnson, who is playing at Minnesota Crookston right now. Um, and then this past season, I spent um, one year kind of doing the scouting and defense for uh, Cudahy Boys Basketball, and that's located on the south side of Milwaukee. Um, kind of a rebuilding program. Um, right. Found a teaching job in Beaver Dam, which is a very good school district, and ended up um, having the opportunity to join Coach Ladrin. Um, pretty good coach. They had a good season with Garrett Nelson last year, uh, New Field House, and I'm able to join their staff as a freshman coach this year. Right. What I, and what I tell coaches is you got to jump into it. Like there's, <laughs> you can read all the books you want right. <laughs> until oh, you've yeah. actually done it. You know, you got to kind of learn on the, um, it's like, you know, it's like fixing your, your uh, toilet at home. You got to kind of go in and do it and mess up. And then you might have to call the plumber once in a while, but, um, so yeah. So, I mean, I, I, what I have found by asking all these people, all these different things is I think, um, people's journeys are very similar, you know? Um, you know, it sounds like me when I started out as a freshman coach and you just kind of, you learn from other people, you take what you like and what you don't like, and, um, you kind of go from there. So what I'm going to do is tonight, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Absolutely. And then, and then we'll get to the, we'll get to the shot clock stuff. Um, oh yeah. Love, I'm going to, I'm looking forward to talking about this. With, <laughs> we'll we'll uh, get to the shot clock stuff in a second. Um, with the right, so, I'm going to let you answer this. I'm going to change my audio here, but I'm going to let you, um, if you could only do three things at practice, what would you do and why? Uh, defensive slides, um, communication, and passing. Um, all three things are important to winning basketball games, especially at my level, the lower level. If you don't play defense, it's going to be hard to win games. Communication, yep. especially with our, some of our kids um, that I've coached over the years, it's really important to kind of encourage that positive communication um, teach communication skills and um, passing is an important part of the game as well. Um, Got to take care of the basketball. Don't turn it over. You won a lot of games, coach. Play that much. Changing. All right. So I got basketball. What was the other things? I got passing. Defense, I mean, uh, defensive slides, passing, and communication. All uh, three important things I believe you got to really do to win games, especially at that lower level. Oh, yeah, and you can't turn the ball over. I mean, that's no, such a huge yeah. thing, too. Uh, when you do this stuff, it's like you always have something wrong. I had some audio issues. My head and worries. I, <laughs> I had to change. Um, so people are listening will go, what, where did he – well, I had to, like, literally run around my desk, change my audio. Um, could have been the, could have been the batteries, too. But anyway, it's, so I'm going old school, going with my, like, I don't even know. These might be Roku ones. But, <laughs> um, so um, tell me your coaching philosophy. What's your coaching uh, philosophy? I really like uh, playing uh, tough notes, uh, hard defense, and that's kind of the opposite of what I was in high school. Um, I'd probably say some guys who scouted me in the Big Eight probably say uh, I wasn't the greatest defender, and I probably agree with them. So um, my first year, I kind of really focused on offense, and I wasn't really winning a ton of games with that or helping my kids um, doing that. that. Obviously, kids change year to year, but I'm really defensive-minded. Um, Something I got to step into at Logan a little bit and more at Cudahy. Um, he did pretty well defensively, just had trouble scoring the ball. But um, I really like teaching man-to-man defense. Um, playing up tempo is an important part of my game, too. Um, I really like getting the best shots um, for kids, especially at that lower level. Um, 
getting up tempo and getting layups is an easy way to score the ball at the lower levels of like doing a little full court run jump or one three one or just grind it out man to man. So I, I'm really defensive minded as a coach. Right. And and the thing is I well I always tell people too, it's it's there's not a, I mean, I can, there's not a kid in the country that doesn't want to score. No, <laughs> I don't have to sell them to score. Um, I got to sell them to, I got to sell them to play D. Uh, that's a consistent thing that, you know, there's, there's not a lot of glory in it unless you're a shot blocker or something like that. Um, so yes, I, I, I mean, for all the young coaches listening, I would agree. I mean, that's you, when you're building your philosophy, which will, which I can guarantee you over the next 10 to 15 years, if you keep coaching will change. Um, you'll add things, you'll, you'll subtract them. Um, but the defensive part is, is important. Um, you know, we obviously live in a man state where there's a man to man defense oh, yeah. always been a huge part. That's part of the reason I've always, you know, last year, my team was pretty good defensively man to man, but I've always played other things just because everyone else seems to be doing, I'm always the other school. If everyone's doing this, I go the other way. Um, I got to say your your team last year is probably one of the better defensive teams that I can remember. I mean, you guys had some firepower and uh, some joggernaut scorers back when I played with right. all those guys I'm talking about in my opening. But Yeah, we, 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 we tried to outscore you, basically. We tried to outscore yeah. you. And right. This year, we couldn't outscore you. You know, we, um, defensively, you weren't getting anything. You were going to have to earn. You are going to have to earn them all. Um, so, and, then, and that goes to a good point, I think, for a lot of the young coaches, too. It's like if people looked at – my last 20 years, my team last year was nothing like my 2009 team or 2010. I mean, they're just, it's like literally if you polar opposites. Um, I was looking at some of those box scores and I'm like, wow, Steve Collins team scoring 50 points. And but that's all we could do to win, you know, you, you you know, and that's all about adjusting, right? Yeah. And that's, and I think that's, I think sometimes, and I was talking to a coach, I don't remember from Arizona or something, he wants to do this one style. He wants to go this specific pace. I go, well, that's going to be fine, but I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do to you. If you're only worried about like a Grinnell thing, I'm going to slow you up. <laughs> I'm going to do the opposite because your kids won't know how to adjust to it. Um, and I think that's, you know, again, high school, that's why I think high school is the purest, the purest thing out there. One of the reasons I haven't left is because you have to take what you're given and then you have to adjust to it. Um, and we got some tweaks this year. Trust me, there'll be a couple surprises for people in the Big Eight this year. I'm excited. To Anybody see that. that's listening to this and like the end, middle of November, there you go. You're gonna have to come scout. Um, all right. Um, if you could, if you could talk to one coach, um, for an hour, who would it be and why? Great guard. Um, I really, uh, I do like Wisconsin basketball. I really, I got a chance to hear Coach Wojo talk at the clinic a couple weeks ago. But with Greg guard being at Wisconsin and being an in-state. Um, kind of at Platteville and finding find follow, following Bo Ryan around and being an assistant from all those years, all those years, and I can kind of come from that perspective. I know I'm up to grind out as an assistant coach to ultimately get to my goal, and kind of I would like to talk to him how like how that role was with being an assistant coach and finding the things you can do to help that head coaching uh, or head coach out and that program out and right. connecting with players and kind of picking his brain on how to connect with different kinds of players. So I think that'd be very valuable with him um, transitioning to his next role as a head coach um, the past couple of years. Cause it was a really smooth transition to be honest with you. Um, you know, a lot of people were like, Ooh, that's a big, that those are big shoes to fill, but it was a, it was an extremely smooth transition. And, and I think about, I mean, I'm trying to think I was probably under four or, no, five or six head coaches before I got my head job. 
And it's like, I, I, I can tell you right now, I grabbed a little piece of each one of them. And I said, oh, I like what he did there. I like what he did there. You know, one of my best friends was one of my, I was an assistant here. I took some of his stuff. You know, they all had their things that I liked because um, you got to still make it about your style. You can't right. force, you know, none of us are going to be, you know, Krzyzewski. So right. we got to take, you know, that tidbit of, of him. And it, it, it would be, I, it, Greg would definitely be on my list too. Um, uh, do you have any superstitions? Um, I really got to eat some kind of pizza or Italian based food. Um, I've been doing that since uh, my college days. I would get a slice of pizza from quick trip or something or a frozen pizza for the game. Not the healthiest decision. Um, not something <laughs> I with my kids, but, um, I really got to eat that pizza. I, I, I used to eat like a quart of, um, Oreo ice cream before my game. It's like, Oh my, why? But, um, yeah, I regretted it, about like the second half with like ten minutes to go on that feeling so hot. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of like oh, it's, it's superstition like, though. Um, so you, this one you kind of answered. I'm like, if you could pick one offense and one defense, so you kind of talked about the defense a little bit. But if you could pick one offense and one defense, what would it be and why? Uh, dribble drive is kind of the trend of what we're going to see, and um, not just Wisconsin but nationally. And I think that's a great offense with your personnel. Um, just being in a flex at James Little Craig, um, you can kind of transition to flex and some swing stuff out of dribble drive to kind of simplify it at the lower level. But I really like where dribble drive is kind of going. Um, a lot of coaches run it well. You can, there's a lot of resources out there for you to um, kind of use that. And it's, it's, a hard, it's a hard defense to defend unless you play pack line. So um, yeah. man-to-man, uh, full court, ideally, but personnel-wise, the last couple of years, we've had to kind of run some half-court sets, especially last year, we really kind of had to pack it in and hope guys would make threes from the outside um, rather than beating us on dunks. Right. So ideally, I'd like to run full-court man event someday, but um, half-court defense is kind of the nice I'm telling you, and it's hard. Even at the highest high school level, it's hard to run full-court effectively. I mean, right. even some of the teams I've had, it's hard. Um, just because kids, I think, are better than they were 20 years ago, and they're able. I oh, mean, yeah. there's a reason colleges don't run. You know, I know when. Um... You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Patino and stuff, when he started... When he was initially at Kentucky, he was running all that full court stuff. You just don't see even college teams run full court stuff anymore because the kids are so good that there's just too much space. Right. Um, so if you could change one thing about basketball, what would you change? The shot selections that are kind of seeing an NBA and college. Um, being a high school coach, I'd like to see some of that kind of 
I really like what Golden State's doing and getting guys off sets, quick hitters. Um, I really like the shot selection, but I think there was a there was a time period and when I was growing up with I mean some more talented players. I love watching Allen Iverson play, but man, some of those kids at the Y that I play pickup with just not cut out for that. So right. I would say some of the shot selection, I wish you could change some of that growing up in the mid two thousands. I think basketball in the NBA is great right now with all the quick hitters and screening and moving. I mean, if you look at Clay Thompson's game where he scored a bunch of points in the third quarter, he took like three dribbles. That's right. Right. Something for our kids. So being a high school basketball purist, I think um, that whole ice, I mean, game is a little more isolated right now, but there's better shots right now in, in, the, in the higher levels. So well, I think so too. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. You're right. In the, in the nineties there, it was not, it was about getting shots up. You're right. I think it's, a. I think the game's really changed. Um, all right. So, I'm gonna. We'll get to the shot clock here within this, so we can take some time in here. So I have a I have a little segment which I call "Leave It, Change It, or Replace It." All right. All right. So halves. Would you leave it? Would you change it? Or would you replace it? I'm leaving it. I think it's uh, sped up the game quite quite well in the state. I think it really transitions um, in terms of flow of game. Gets more guys in. You can play eight or nine deep now. Even if you don't have eight or nine, you can get those nine kids in and not feel like I'm not making hockey changes. So right. Leave, leave no, them. I think it was. I think to be honest with you, I think, and this goes. This will lead into the next one, which we'll talk about with the shot clock. I think. I think halves. I think halves did something. So I think there was a reason behind the change. I think. I think the WI or whoever made the decision to go from quarters to halves, which there's a there's a little bit of me that's not happy that we're not a voting member anymore of the rules body because we changed that but anyway that's a whole different story um the i think the reason behind it was the flow of game and more kids we get to play okay i i totally get that and i totally get why we did do it we want more kids to play we want better flow of game i would love another timeout at some point um you know when you go to the state tournament you have a timeout every three minutes oh yeah (laughs) So they're not really worried about flow of game, but anyway, that's a different that's a different story. So that's the first thing. And and if you think back to when the three point line came in, why did the three point line come in? Sure, they wanted to increase the scoring, but they also wanted to spread the courts because I mean you weren't around you weren't around. I was playing at that time. It was in college at the time when it when it got implemented at the college level, and it was basically allowing. Otherwise, everything was so cramped in that you know. Um, so it was to spread the court out. Totally get it. Okay. So this go this leads into the shot clock, and I don't, I don't think I have to ask you whether you want to leave it, change it, or replace it. Um, but you know, what's your feeling on the shot clock? Let's have a let's have a serious shot clock discussion. Well, you know, I wrote the article for you a couple months right. ago, and I was really passionate about this subject when this kind of came out because really, this when this gets in uh, kind of getting in the swing of things is where hopefully I'm looking for a head coaching job at the right program. But I'm just kind of worried on I'm. I'm a little against it, to be honest. Um, not really sure. Being a lower level coach, I have some concerns about how that's going to transition to how those guys are going to transition to the varsity level. Um, right. I don't think there was a pace of play problem. And outside of a couple games in Green Bay, the Fox Valley, there's really not a lot of stalling. To be honest. Right. So, so I, I think I think the I think the question is why are we changing it? And I, the, the, the number one argument is the delay, slow pace of game. You know, and I just haven't heard a lot of other arguments besides that. There's not a talk about scoring the ball. There's not – I mean, I coached in one of the better conferences in Woodland. and Right. I mean, being a three-win team last year, I could see some games where 
it's going to get ugly for some of those schools that are struggling to get kids to come out, right? Um, uh, stay competitive, quicker, more shots. If their their arguments really is more shots and more points, then you're going to see a bigger disparity. And well, I think you're going to see a bigger disparity, and I think you're going to see kids that can't. <laughs> there's different levels. I mean, there's going to, and they're not. We're not just talking about the boys' level. We're talking about the girls' level. What's going to happen with the tens? All of the games are going to become very similar. Here's my thing: is we're whitewashing. We're, we're making everything the same. Do we really want to be like the college and the NBA game, first of all? Second of all, only 1% of the kids that actually play high school basketball are ever going to play college basketball. So don't talk to me about preparing them for the next level because they're not going and playing in their rec leagues on Tuesday nights with a shot clock. <laughs> so it just seems silly to me. Um, can kid, what's going think, to I think – I think there's lots of questions. There's questions about do the officials want it? Are the officials going to be able to manage it? Is the person at the table going to be able to manage it? Are the kids being able to? Are they going to be able to create shots with ten seconds to go and the shot clock's winding down? What's going to happen? Everyone's going to come and set a ball screen. It's going to be the exact same stuff. There's going to be horrible shots taken. I mean, I, I mean, I've talked to a friend in Rhode Island. He tells me it's just horrible. Um, so I'm not sure what the rush is to implement it. I'm not sure. You know, on top of the ex- the expense and the person having to run it, person having to run it, I think is a huge issue. <laughs> um, and I think that, along with the officials, the expense thing. Okay, I can see that they're not they're not necessarily needing that, but I just don't see the reason behind it. I don't see what it's going to do to the game of basketball in the state of Wisconsin. I mean, I had a slow up team last year. People yeah, came yeah. up to me and said our point game was one of the most exciting, one of the best games they saw at the tournament. It was. I mean, it wasn't a fast-paced game. It was two really good basketball teams just going at it, head-to-head. Looking for um, good shots. And, you know, yeah. um, Coach uh, Ladger, i got to give him some points on this one. We were talking at the clinic, and it's going to turn into who has the best player, you know, who has the best player instead of the best team. Up in VRAM, we have pretty good team basketball. Um, right. We have a good mix of kids, but we don't, we don't have the high D1 kids. Right. How is that going to affect the teams that have three or four pretty good players who can't get to the state tournament now because uh, – um, there's a kid from Whitnall like Tyler Hero who holds the ball till the last three seconds and get a bucket every time. Um, right. I'm, I think some of the problems is going to be everyone's going to have token pressure. You talked about whitewashing the game. Everyone's going to go two-two-one or some kind of full-court man, and by the time they get into something, there's going to be 20 seconds. You play right. a little trap, right. it's 10-15. What right. kind of shots are you getting for a low-level program? Um, right. The argument of better basketball is I, I don't think a lot of kids realize and. I know some of the arguments of, have you asked your players about this? I right. don't think a lot of kids realize how hard it is to get a shot that quick. That quick. And, and the thing is, here, here's the issue I have. If, they're, if they want to do it, you, and I know this is wouldn't rule, so it's only for the varsity level, which is what's crazy to me. It's like, I, it's, you know, why isn't that, why you're not implementing, if you think it's such a great thing, why aren't we implementing it for everybody? You, you, you didn't only implement the, the three-point line for varsity, you know, <laughs> and that's what I'm kind of concerned with the lower level. Now, do I have to teach kids to take quicker shots? I'm gonna have games that are 24 to 20. Then, if we put a, if we even put a shot clock at the lower level, we're gonna have a lot of missed shots because, you know, sometimes my guys can barely get across half court because they're right. really getting us with pressure, and we have a pretty good ball handler, but we have one good ball handler. They take him away. Then what do you do? Right. Um, I just don't know how many kids can score isolation, and that's great that college kids. I see a lot of college. Um, 
basketball yes. players kind of in support of this, but yeah. So, so, so great. The, the 11 division one basketball right. players in the state every year, whatever we have, if we have a good year, right. yeah, whatever we have. Great. It's good for them, but it's not good for the other tens of thousands of kids playing high school basketball. Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like, no matter where you listen, Apple, Spotify, we love those five-star reviews. Make sure you also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.